Leslie Benway, director of technology company called IBM, working in many, many, many special events. Thanks for taking some time with us today. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, thanks for being here. Anyway, we really do appreciate you taking the time. We know how busy you are. I want to start with COVID. I believe it was just before COVID launched. Weren't you working on a special event called Think for IBM, which was one of the biggest events that they have each year where people come in from all aspects for all kinds of products? Isn't that what happened? Yeah. Every year, the corporate office runs Think. It's our premier event Global in nature, we we did do some extended city tours, but we got hit hard with COVID on that one. But here's what you did. In less than a month, you brought a lot of it online. And as I recall, you had some people speaking where didn't you have people like 20,000 people in a room? Yep. They pivoted very, very quickly. They put it online within a matter of months. The turnout was great. It was at the beginning of COVID. You know, I think sometimes now we deal with virtual fatigue, but they pivoted very, very quickly and, you know, they got it up. It was amazing, actually. Well, not only that, it really enlarged the ability for people to come and actually be part of an event that they couldn't do without being there physically in the past. But secondly, it was very good for the environment, too. A lot of people weren't traveling when they could have been, right? Well, that's one way to look at it, certainly. Okay. When you assessed dollars spent and return on dollars, how did IBM feel after the Think event moved online? Were they happy with it? And how has that now transcended? Are you going to be constantly doing a combination of both uh, boots on the ground as well as online? Well, you know, it's all evolving. And with a company like IBM, it's global. So the COVID landscape changes by country. So we have to adapt quickly to that. We have countries that, you know, we're strictly still virtual in. We have countries that have opened up. Then you see things like the resurgence of COVID, where we go back to virtual. So it's a constant pivoting game with events. As you're looking at events overall, Leslie, what do you see that's going to be changing around production of events in terms of how events lay out moving forward? What do you think the overall changes are going to be? Well, that's an interesting one. I think that we will see a hybrid approach to events moving forward. To your point, you know, more people can attend when it's virtual. Uh, There are people, I think, that are anxious to get back to -to face-to-face. We've started face-to-face in the United States the last couple of months. We're getting good turnout. I think people want to be over this, but I think, you know, again, when we deal with different countries, everybody has their own COVID landscape that we have to address. And so the production companies that you work with, as I've looked up IBM's production group, uh, you work with five or six of the largest production companies in the world. Okay. What did they bring in that made value added to them in terms of having to move to hybrid? Are you using different kinds of companies for hybrid? What are the new needs for what you need to put these projects together? Well, for my team and for me as well, we had to learn new skill sets. You know, we certainly have done webcast in the past, but creating a customer experience versus just a webcast was something we had to learn. And it can be a lot when people are invited to 20 different IT events How are you differentiating your content? How are you engaging the clients? 
How are you being creative about the approach? It's something that we all had to sort of go out and say, okay, how are we going to do this? And how are we going to do it well? So did Scenic take on a new role in terms of event production? It absolutely did. You know, we can do backdrops. We can do a lot with the technology that supports virtual events. You know, we started off with people just speaking from their homes and their home offices simply because that was where they were. And that's, you know, how we approached it. You know, I hired external speakers like Fareed Zakaria. You know, he was in his library at his home. And then we started going to like backdrops and creating, you know, miniature stages. So we've run the gamut on the production elements. Does Scenic take on a larger portion of the budget? What's changed in the budgets for these big events now in terms of post-pandemic? Well, I mean, I think when you go into a venue in Europe or the United States, the costs are extensive. You know, you're in third-party labor, Teamsters, et cetera. It's expensive. And I think in the case of virtual, all that production is eliminated. So you're saving significant dollars. And what did you find was the return on investment? You know, it was strong. It's not face-to-face in all cases. Our customers are our customers. We present our strategy and technology, and it's similar in that vein to face-to-face. But, you know, you miss the networking element, which is very key. Relationship building, you know, we tried to create a little bit of that with things like virtual wine tastings and making it a hospitality element to the event. But it's not the same as sitting down, you know, with your family at Christmas. You know, it's it's not the same at an event. Not always a great thing, I might add. Um, all right, but look, let's talk about virtual wine events. I, you know, I used to watch Top Chef. Do you, do you watch any shows like that? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, okay. So I used to watch Top Chef and I would sit there and I would so look forward to seeing this food that came out and I knew which food I was going to like. And I kept reminding myself, Chris, you cannot taste this food. (laughs) You have no idea what it tastes like, but there's something about it that sort of worked for me. So what is a virtual wine tasting? Are you sending out the wine beforehand and everybody's drinking the same wine? We send out the wine beforehand. We have a winemaker on and they would talk through the wines. They have them in the comfort of their own house. It's nice that a spouse or a significant other can join them in the hospitality event. We started doing a lot of people were doing in the industry. They were doing beer tasting, wine tastings, bourbon tastings. And then we sort of evolved it to food where they were actually shipped We did virtual events with Peter Luger's in New York, where we shipped the steak and the chef showed him how to cook it. We did a great company out of San Francisco. I think they're out of San Francisco, Truffle Shuffle. And we brought them in and we would ship and teach our clients how to make risotto and all these, you know, great pasta dishes. So the food industry evolved significantly in COVID. You know, what's interesting about that also is that the food industry, which got hit so hard with COVID, I mean, let's face it, Peter Luga, you know, his his restaurant did not do well during COVID. And then here you are, IBM coming in and giving them some substantial dollars. So the budgetary needs definitely changed because you had to bring in different elements that you had not normally had to do in another production. Is that fair to say? Correct. But when we did like a Peter Luger dinner, it wasn't necessarily cheaper than doing it face to face. But it was about the experience. 
Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Well, everybody has made home a different experience during COVID. And what's happening is as the pandemic is lessening, a lot of people are staying home more anyway. And I know one, actually, I, I live in Maine, and one great restaurant here decided they were going to stay closed. And now they just do takeout, and they do takeout that you can actually prepare for yourself when you get home. And it's worked very well for them. So, you know, the trends that we're seeing are not just in special events, but also in the way we live our lives. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, I have seen some of the people that you brought in to speak. Okay, James Corden, who would have thought, right? Oh, where's James Corden speaking? IBM. Tell me how you approach the talent that you bring in. What is it you're looking for? And how do you mesh it with the people who will be in attendance with those speakers? Well, you know, clearly it depends on the event, right? What we're trying to accomplish. James, we brought in at the corporate flagship event, thank for our hardware clients. It was a fun night for them. We networked. He got up and did a set. He was hysterical. People loved him. And we were lucky to get him because he had shows going on that week. But it went over very well. IBM subsequently has used him at a couple of other events. He's fantastic for a corporate audience. Yeah, but corporations are now connecting in ways they didn't used to in terms of you know, I believe, I mean, I own a marketing company. I believe that we want to see a mirror of ourselves and a window into that which we aspire to be. And so it's not like you brought in somebody to talk about an IBM machine. You brought in someone to talk and entertain and engage and educate the group that you were in. It had nothing to do with the technology that you sell. Correct. How do you make that correlation? And do you think that's new to the last 10 years or so? Do you see it more and more? No, we've always, you know, since I've been at IBM, which is 25 plus years, we've always done entertainment of some sort. We keep our clients in sessions all day long and everybody needs a mental break and wants to go out and have a little fun with their client reps. And so we've been doing it for as long as I've been at IBM. Do you think it's gaining ground? Do you think people are doing it more and more? I think people are, no, I think that's right. I mean, I think it's been like that since I've been in the business. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. Social media. How are you using social media and will you be changing that based on coming back to boots on the ground kind of events? You know, I don't think whether we're promoting a virtual event or a face-to-face event, I think it's still the same model. So I don't think it's changed significantly in that realm. So, If you would have to give me one or two things that you think COVID changed permanently in special event production in the corporate world, what would they be? I think that we've recognized that their hybrid approach to further your reach on events is something that's going to stay around for a long, long time. And I think that as we move forward, we're doing Think in Boston which again is our flagship event and that's in May and there will be a virtual component of that as well, as well as a roadshow going out across the globe to reach those clients, you know, more in their backyard, if you will. Interesting. Leslie, we can't thank you enough. We hope you'll come back as things are changing again, but what I'm hearing you say, let me see if I can wrap this up and you can fill in the blanks that I might've left, which is that The pandemic didn't necessarily take away from physical special events. It added an additional component that will be used in special events going forward. But nobody on the corporate level is going to move away from doing them in person. Is that right? 
I, I think that's true. But again, we have to see how it evolves, right? So right now, I think our clients are anxious to get back to face-to-face. I think that we've seen the COVID situation change in the United States. You know, it kind of got better, got worse, got better. And I think events have to adapt to that moving forward. So do you always have a plan B in place? Always. Really? But you didn't before COVID? Correct. Interesting. Okay. Well, there's a big change right there, right? Yeah. Well, who knew? Yeah. Who knew is right. Who knew? Um, Look, good luck with Think in May. I'm sure it'll be stellar. Will there be any way anybody can see any of it afterward? Uh, Yes, it will be virtual. And you can Google IBM Think and sign up for it. Great. I think we'll all be doing that. Thanks for taking this time today. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. 